Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. And uh, we got... There's not a ton to talk about this week, but there is one giant... uh, elephant with a broken leg in the room but before we get to that uh i just want to say real quick i want to get your opinion on something um do you trust that that ronald acuna jr home runs measurements were right what do they have it at 470 if that if that's a 470 foot home run i'm at a loss at how anyone's ever hit a fire yeah i don't know um it it looked (sighs) you know what's funny i was in my kitchen cooking at the time. Um, and I didn't see it when it first happened. I was watching the game was on my television about 20 feet behind me or so, uh, 20 or 25 feet. I don't know how long it is. Um, and I just heard it, and I said, I, I literally out loud said, oh, shit, and turned around. That's how loud that ball sounded coming off the bat. I don't know how they do those. I mean, uh, you know, they've gotten a lot better at it. It used to be they just had – Kind of like how we would do a range card on a sniper machine gun position, and you you don't laze the target any, or anything. You just kind of guess. Like okay, this part of the stadium is X amount of feet away, and the ball came into it at this angle, so it would have traveled a little bit more at that rate. And that's how they used to figure it out. But now it's like they're using the Statcast stuff to do it. So I guess it's right. I don't know. Right. I, I honestly don't know. But I don't know. I also don't know if they mean that it hit that point at 470. Because initially the stat cast on the broadcast said 475. Okay. And then they changed it to 470 later. Yeah. So I don't know how that all happens, but he hit the fucking Christ out of the ball. I mean, it, it, it's not just like where it hits something, right? Like it's not, it's not like just where it makes first contact with something. It's I, like, I don't really, I, I guess I don't really know what the end point is supposed to be, but like really like that home run. And I, we probably talked about this on the show before, but like, Solaire's home run in Houston only measuring 468 or something like that mm-hmm. uh, in the World Series. It's, like I see those two home runs, and I'm like, I don't understand how a human being could possibly hit a ball farther or harder than that. Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, I, obviously, I don't, what was the what was the uh, exit velo on Acuna's? Yeah, let me check that real quick. Yeah, I like how you can just look that shit up now. But if you take exit velo and launch angle, um. The only thing left is is barometric pressure, wind resistance, stuff like that. You yeah. know, so the environmentals you can't really control. You can just hit the Christ out of the ball and hope for the best, I guess. Um, but you know, in a like a, a slightly warmer, drier climate, yeah, it probably would have gone six or seven thousand feet. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he that's that's one of the I. You and I have been to games together, and. Um. I just, just being around baseball so long, you can hear, I think we were at, uh, 
maybe it was the Marlins game when the guy hit the ball and it broke his bat and the right fielder stepped back first. Yeah. But you can you should be able to hear that as a major league baseball player. You should be able to hear the the different sound of the ball coming off the label, the end of the bat or the fucking barrel. Um and that ball sounded like it was an explosion. I mean, it just, he's fucking killed it. So just cracked. Uh, yeah, hundred hundred and thirteen point nine miles. Holy per hour. shit! What's the launch angle? Uh, let's see if I can get the launch angle. It was not low. Um, they don't have the launch angle. Yeah, it wasn't low. Like it, it's it. So it, anything above thirty two degrees is going to start uh, lessening the distance that it travels. Yeah. Uh, so the optimal launch angle is twenty eight to thirty two. I think. Okay. Um, it's just a video, but one hundred thirteen. That might be his hardest. Hit, hit ball of the year. At least home run. Although his average is 96 or something, isn't it? It's insane, yeah. It's um, pretty let's good. Let's see where the EV is. So his max his max exit velocity this year is actually 116.7, uh, which is insane. He's averaging 94.8, which is also insane. Um, That's not bad. And actually, you know what's crazy? Wait, man, did I not look at this before? Holy shit. Um do you know what his launch average launch angle is this year? Uh, I mean, if it's anything, what's 16 or higher is good, I think. Yeah, but it's For a not, power hitter? It's it's 5.8. Mm, he's in a lot of line drives then. Yeah, he's, he's like we talked about in the episode last week, just finding holes, hitting the ball smart. I mean, he's still hitting, uh, what, 347? Yeah, he's, hold on, I'll tell you. Yeah, 347, yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, as far as power hitters go, he's a lot more like Frank Thomas than he is like some of the other 90s power hitters that are trying to lift the ball all the time. Frank Thomas hit ball. He hit home runs, I wouldn't say by mistake, but it wasn't like he was trying to. They used to call him uh, uh, a singles hitter with biceps, I think. Right. And, you know, if you look hard enough, there's footage of him when he's like 13, 14 years old hitting with aluminum bats. Just hitting five hundred foot bombs in high school and shit. So he was starting on his. He was starting on the varsity team when he was in like eighth grade. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but he's a fucking man child. He's so. an animal. Well, yeah. you know another guy. I mean, another guy like that obviously was uh, um, Pujols, right? Like Pujols mm-hmm. hit plenty of uh, just sort of easy base hits through, yeah. the, through the middle of the infield and that's right. you know between the defenders. He the, wasn't. That's the difference between somebody like. Tome and Maguire and Sosa and people like that. Like some of those guys had seasons where they had high averages, but I think Frank Thomas's career average is like 305, right? Yeah. Pujols is right around 299 or so, 297. I think he went under 300 because he started dipping the last couple of years of his career. For Frank Thomas just barely stayed above uh, 300. He's at 301. Mm. And Pujols, I think, did tragically fall below 300. Yeah, he's at 296. But I, nobody gives a fuck about that. That dude's hit <laughs> well, 700 like, home runs. It's too. like uh, the same thing with Mickey Mantle. Like, people were really bummed he couldn't keep it above 300. Mm. Or honestly, with one of the, I guess in the end, I'm okay with it because he got so many wins and strikeouts. But I was bummed that Maddox couldn't keep his career ERA under three. Yeah, but he got up to what, 338 wins or something like that? 51. 351? Yeah. That's a lot of wins. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, um, yeah, but that uh, Acuna is is probably it's either him or Machado or not Machado uh, Tatis Jr. that are the, the most naturally talented players in baseball. I think. Oh yeah, uh, maybe Julio Rodriguez too. We'll see how he develops. I don't. I don't. Yeah, he, he's having. I don't. I don't know what he's doing so far this year. Well, I mean, Otani and Trout as well would be the other two where it's just like. But I mean, like, I guess I guess Otani in particular, like. 
I look at him as more of a baseball player, even though he does everything. Whereas like Tatis Jr. and Acuna and even Trout, I look at more as they're like, hitters. Well, they're I, I could I could see them playing other sports. Oh yeah, yeah, especially Trout. Trout could be linebacker, running back, or linebacker. He's kind of tall. I, I guess Derrick Henry's three inches taller than him. He's only six feet, but um, yeah, I could see him playing anything else. Honestly, I could see Tatis Jr. playing basketball pretty well. He's what six three, something like yeah. that. Um, and just built. Yeah, Acuna. Who the fuck knows? I mean, you don't see, you don't see footballers that look like those guys, though. Like no. there are no jacked footballers, and I, I, I don't know if uh, it's probably just your body can't handle that. If you're if you're six foot and one ninety five instead of six foot and one seventy, your your knees probably knees and back can't handle running for ninety minutes, right? Uh, every single day. So maybe that's it. I don't know, but yeah, there. <clears throat> yeah, you could you could definitely add Trout in that. Although he's had a lot of health problems, and Otani, he's just uh, he's apparently good at everything. He's kind of like Michael Harris. Michael Harris might jump into that discussion at some point too after yeah. he develops a little bit. But there's stories. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Michael Harris when he first showed up last year to the clubhouse, dudes were like playing whatever they do to keep themselves from being bored in the clubhouse uh, playing ping pong and shit. And he's like, oh, I play ping pong. This lights everybody <laughs> up really quick. He's kind of that annoying guy that's good at everything. I think there was a story, too, about him dominating people in, like, rock, paper, scissors, or, tick, like, just some dumb little game that he just keeps beating everyone at, which is a good sign because if he's just psychotically competitive like mm-hmm. that, like, just, you know, I'll take that all day. But, yeah, Otani, I think I read a stat. He's... uh since in the last three years, I guess he's first or second in strikeouts for pitchers in the AL and third in home runs. Just an insane guy, whatever. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is having a bit of a sophomore slump, I guess. He's hitting 205. Okay. But he's still on pace for, you know, 30 home runs, probably. Stealing bases still when he is on base? Um, let's see. He's got six, so. Not as much. That's that's a thirty thirty year kind of. Uh, it's close, yeah. Yeah, he's a little behind on it, but maybe he'll get there. It's been a rough start for the Mariners. Um, been a rough start, unfortunately, for the Braves as well in terms of health. Thankfully, mm-hmm. not in terms of record. Uh, this is really the biggest news of maybe the season so far. Unfortunately, um, certainly the biggest news of the week and month. Uh, Max Reed and Kyle Wright are looking like. Well, they are on the IL, and it looks like they're going to be there for two months at least. Mm-hmm. So, two-fifths of our rotation, yeah. including our ace. Mm-hmm. I know we love Strider, and Strider maybe has better stuff or whatever, but it's Freed is the ace. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out. They're not going to be back anytime soon. Uh, and Alex Anthopoulos uh, recently came out and said, you know, don't expect to trade anytime soon either. So, I think that's probably a mistake. Um, although, you know, getting off to a fucking good start gives you a little leeway. The team knowing that it's going to get two all-stars back around the all-star break is nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's not like you're, it, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense to trade until those guys get back. Cause you still got another month after that to make a decision, mm-hmm. right? Actually a month and a half or so to make a decision and make a trade if you want to. And there's plenty of targets out there. You also want the, the trade market to warm up just a little bit. 
Well, that's one of the things he said. He's like, nobody's going to trade right mm. now unless we basically fuck ourselves, yeah. you know, like overpay. And A, it sucks, but the farm system is pretty barren just because they're all in the majors now mm. or, you know, or it's guys didn't work out or whatever. But like all our, our farm system used to be sick. They all play f- for the major league club now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, honestly, I could see them going after it, – it depends on how the Diamondbacks continue because if they're in contention, they're not going to fucking fire sale or anything. But it's been a rough forever Yeah, since, like, Goldschmidt left, basically, mm-hmm. for them. And uh, Zach Gallon is, is going to be a free agent, and then Chafin, their closer, is going to be a free agent after 24, I think. And they're both 27 and 28, respectively. Those are if you're a young, if you're a rebuilding team, that's not the kind of guy you typically hang on to in an expiring contract because they're gonna Zach Gallon's gonna get a fucking twenty five plus million dollar year contract after the season. Probably. Oh yeah. So you know I couldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the Braves packaged like Von Grissom and Schuster or something like that and sent them over for one of those guys later on though. It's gonna be a couple months before any of that if, shit happens. If the Diamondbacks are willing to uh, take Von Grissom <laughs> in a deal for uh zach gallon i'm i'm all about yeah, it well i mean von grissom if you put him i think if you put him at third base um i think he is a third baseman for yeah. sure if you put him at third third base i i think being a shortstop freaks him out i think he doesn't have the range and he knows it and he hurries himself a lot mm-hmm. he doesn't have that internal clock that, that short, i talked about this a couple weeks ago he doesn't have that internal clock that shortstops typically have where you just you have a feel for it you know when it, when you need to rush, when you don't need to rush, when you got time and shit like that. He just doesn't have that, and I'm not sure that's something you can train into somebody. I think it's, like, just an internal clock thing. Yeah. So, you know, at third base, he's probably an all-star right now, to be honest, because he's going to hit 285 to 300, and he's going to drive – or he's going to uh, probably hit 25 to 30 home runs. That's a – you know, third base is a competitive position for all-star, but that that's high quality, right? Yeah. I yeah I mean Gallon and again yeah that would be something that happens middle of the year. There's no way Arizona's sending Zach Gallon right now unless no it, they're they're like a couple of games back from the Dodgers right now. They're yeah. in second place in the West. They're a playoff team right now, so that's not going anywhere right now. No, I think uh, Fangraphs mentioned that there's only three or four teams that have a less than twenty percent chance of making the playoffs mm-hmm. as of today. So no, nobody's gonna make that move yet, right? See how shit shakes out. Because, A, weird shit happens in baseball. And, B, as we talked about in the 2021 year, punch your fucking ticket. Mm. Punch your fucking ticket. Now, that doesn't always work. Look at the Cardinals, whose fans are furious that their team's entire philosophy is, hey, our division sucks. We don't need to be that good. We'll just punch our ticket. Well, they're pretty far from punching their fucking ticket right now. <laughs> I know. It's bottoms um, dropped out on that. Yeah. Um, so, right now, the, the rotation is uh, Strider, Morton, and Elder... And then we don't, we just don't fucking know. In fact, they don't. So, well, Str- Bryce Elder. No, yeah, no, it was Morton Strider, Elder, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. So this week in Toronto, um, I want to say Strider goes today, Elder goes tomorrow, then question mark, and then Charlie Morton uh, after that. So we already have a potential bullpen game coming up on Sunday again. Well, on the schedule, they've got Strider, Elder, then question mark, then Morton, then question mark. Yeah. 
So chances are they're going to – I don't know how they get through that without making a trade unless they're going to bring Soroka up and let him eat up some innings. So that's where I'm getting curious is because Soroka got fucking rocked last night at Gwinnett. Well, sort of. He got rocked in the first inning, and then he went three scoreless with yeah. one hit, right? So who knows, man? I, I, think, I know they've been wanting to get him through a full five innings of clean pitching yeah. before they call him up, but – <sighs> running out of time yeah i mean man that, and it's so funny too like before the year started and, and we and ian anderson had tj and we're like oh that sucks for him we like mm-hmm. him but we're good now like i i who could have possibly foreseen that ian anderson needing tommy john surgery is yeah coming up to bite us in the ass in fucking may uh um, well not just him but fucking uh wasker and Noah as well yeah so we still have dodd and schuster i like dodd um, I didn't really get to see Schuster start, uh, but I did see. I have seen Dodd pitch a couple times. I, I like Dodd numbers or whatever, but he's uh, he seems like he's legit. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, you know, he he'll do in a pinch. Like he can get us. He'll at least eat up some innings over the next couple of fucking weeks, months, I guess. Well, so here's my thing: is like you can't. This isn't a month-long solution. We mm. don't currently have a, a two-month solution on mm. the roster, right? I don't know where it is. I don't think Soroka is there yet. And Dodd and Schuster can't be your four and five every day for, for two months, I don't think. Which leads me... and if So if we're not going to trade, and we don't really have the situation, f- at least fully, like maybe we can, we can plug one spot mm-hmm. with those three guys, right? We can't plug. I don't think we can plug two. I think that's too much to ask. Do we dip into the free agent market and go after Madison Bumgarner? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I, I'm surprised they haven't already because all you only have to pay him the league minimum, yep. which is like seven thirty three yep. for the rest of the year, and it's prorated, so it's it's actually going to be. Like just under six hundred thousand, I think. Yeah. For the rest of the year, why the fuck would you not? do I that? don't under he. I, and look, Madison Bumgarner has, in no <laughs> uncertain terms, been fucking terrible for the last four years. The one bright side of that is all four of those years were in Arizona. Yeah, he hasn't played competitive baseball in a while. In four years. Yeah. So it's like uh, that. The, that kind of makeup, the brain that dude has. I just don't think that that's a good situation for him. It does seem like just knowing what we know about him, both from watching him and like what, you know, Jeremy Affelt told us and stuff like that Mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah, he seems like he needs to, something needs to engage him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's got a closer brain, right? If he comes in, uh, if he's like some closers, when they come in up four or five runs, they just give up hits because they're not paying attention or something. He's always been kind of like that. Yeah, he really, it's easy for him to disengage and, you know, get in dirt bike accidents, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever the fuck. But dude, I'm, A, we're so out of options right now that I don't know why we aren't signing Madison Bumgarner. I don't, I know he's a kind of crazy redneck guy a little bit and stuff like that, but like, I've never really heard of him being like a clubhouse cancer or anything. Uh, no, I think he's the kind of guy like Draymond that when he's on your team, you like him. And when he's not, you think he's a cunt. Yeah. Right? I mean, I know that I know the Diamondbacks were fed up with him, I guess. And because he was talking shit to Wil- Wilson Contreras, mm-hmm. which seemed dumb, especially when you have his numbers and 
I don't even know what Contreras did. Like, I don't think he really did anything. So that's kind of annoying or whatever. Wait, not, not Wilson Contreras. William? No. no. On the Diamondbacks? No, he was talking shit to oh, the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, yeah. he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and like, he didn't do anything. Yeah. Or like, he just did something like, he didn't get in the box fast enough or some shit, and Bumgarner was like calling him a pussy and then walked him, and it was, and then the Diamondbacks were like, we're done with this shit. Yeah. But, A, I think a change of scenery would help. Uh, the Dimebacks, not a well-run organization, and like you said, not playing competitive mm-hmm. baseball, which I, like, I agree. I think Madison Bumgarner needs to be on a competitive team and engaged. And also, he's a Southern boy. Yeah, what is he, from Kentucky or some shit? Or, th- no, he's from Tennessee, isn't he? I think it's Tennessee. Uh, let me double-check. North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Hickory, North yeah. Carolina, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good move. I... I we need, I don't and I was try I couldn't find a good list of other uh, guys who are free agents right now who are like mid season free agents. There's mm-hmm. one I guess I could think of uh, if Trevor Bauer wants to come back from Japan, but I don't know that that's a move. No, because somebody has to. Uh, if you did that, you would have to. There would be something with his salary, right? Okay. Um, I think. Although maybe you could get him. You could only pay him the league minimum, and he's making $6 million over there. And so I doubt he would do it. He's still making his Dodger money, too. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So he's doubling down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's Bumgarner. And I looked. I really tried to, fu- to find the fucking sunny side of this. I'll look at his stats again, but, like, there was no way around, like, Bumgarner being just... Well, this year he was kind of shitty, but last year I think he had a one one eight whip. Uh, let me check the whip because I I think this year everything was bad. But yeah. I think last year he had a one one eight whip. This year it was definitely not an ideal situation. <clears throat> um, dude, I swear to God, Fangraphs pitch. Oh, here we go. Last year was two years ago was one one eight. Last year was one four four. That's not great. Um, yeah, but again, <clears throat> again, we're, we're, we don't have a, we have to fill. And and we and we could cut them and and it costs us nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't understand why we haven't done this already. See if it works. Uh- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards. Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, also, I don't even know who manages the Diamondbacks because I don't care. But um, I got to assume Snitker would be able to, if there is any sort of personality clash issues, be able to handle that a lot better than whatever fucking clown show mm. the Diamondbacks have going on. Yeah, Both in the front office and... In the managerial role, not to mention the the bench coaches and stuff like that. Like Ron Washington's not going to listen to you be a fucking idiot. No, he'll tell you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, or he'll just do some cocaine and ignore you. Um, Chris Archer is also a free agent. Oh yeah, I saw that's I saw an article about that too. Um, that's another one. They should sign both of them and see what works. Yeah, I mean, it, sign them both for the league minimum. At worst, you're out fucking one two mil. And uh, you can cut them if they suck. I mean, it's not that big a deal. You make that in a day at the battery. Mm-hmm. What do you even? What's? I think they make about. Uh, f- I, I think it's somewhere between four and eight million 
at the just inside the stadium <laughs> per game. Yep. Yeah. So I think you could probably afford those two guys, but they got to get one of them. Like, there's just no you. A you have to try shit, and B, um, like I said, there's no there is no way to make this rotation work in its current form anymore. And then also, like, the fuck happens if Charlie Morton, who's 100 years old, gets hurt? Mm-hmm. Or Bryce Elder just... Ba- I don't think he will, but Bryce Elder backslides. Or, honestly, I'm always worried about a strider injury just because he, he doesn't throw out... He's not like Tim Linscombe. He doesn't have, like, some wacky delivery or anything like that. Yeah, but, but he's putting a lot of pressure on that arm. Right, right, right. So that's... I, I, they, they, you can't wait. You can't sit around with what you have. It'll be interesting to see what Anthopolis does. I, we say it all the time. Like I trust him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think uh, there are some other options. There's Darius Vines down at Gwinnett, who's 25. I mean, he's ready to come up. He he's listed on the prospect chart as being ready in 2023 at some point. But you know, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't bringing guys up before you think they're ready just because you need them. If you have the option to bring in a veteran and, and continue to develop your guy the way you want it to, I think that's probably the better option. But Yeah, then the, I knows? mean, look, emergency call-ups have worked for us recently. I mean, they've worked quite a bit over the years. Uh, Andrew Jones, for example, yeah. worked pretty goddamn well. I mean, the, the, the class that came up before him, uh, Javi and Chipper and Brian Klesko, they all came out at the end of 93, and it was, like, just in September. Yeah. Just for the hell of it, right? None of them were in the playoff roster, I think. Uh, well, Chipper was hurt yeah. in 93. I think, I think Javi Lopez may have been on that playoff roster, but I don't think Klesko was either because he only played, like, fucking 10 games or some yeah. shit. Um, but in 94, they were on it, uh, except for Chipper, obviously. But sometimes it doesn't work, you know? Well, I mean, we've had luck recently, obviously, with... Uh, I guess Strider was... He was in the he was on the major league club, but he was still um, a sort of emergency insertion into the rotation. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Harris was an emergency call up. Von Grissom was an emergency call up. Yeah. And then didn't we have someone the year before that in twenty one who was kind of a oh shit emergency guy? Well, I mean they rebuilt the team mid season, yeah, right? Um, but I feel like there might have been one person who I'm oh uh, no, it wasn't twenty one. It was twenty. Ian Anderson. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that worked out great. I mean, at the time, it worked out great, yeah. Yeah. But maybe long-term, it didn't. Yeah. Know? Like, he needs to... He probably needed more development. And maybe that's what A's thinking with some of these other younger dudes. Uh, Christian Pache is another guy that was kind of an emergency call-up when uh, Duvall got hurt. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, well, he, I remember he hit a home run in the 2020 NLCS, mm-hmm. Pache did. Um, and then, yeah, I think he was... He was supposed to be our center fielder last year. Yeah. Which, bummer, but it well, is. He's uh, with Philly now. Yeah. And I he's think hitting, he's doing okay. He's hitting 360 this year and 25 at bat so far. We'll see how. I don't think that's going to last. <laughs> he's never been a high average guy. He's no. just super fast. He's hitting 360 and 25 at bats, and his on base percentage is 360, which means he has no walks. Yeah, he just swings at everything. Yeah. Uh, his walk percentage is 0.0 currently. But, I mean, I assume they're mostly bringing him in for defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question then becomes to me, until we fix the back of the rotation, which I assume we will, and I assume we will relatively soon, they might let this go for like a week or two just to see before they do anything. Mm-hmm. But 
how do you try to cushion this? My number one idea would be to prioritize defense in left field uh, in terms of I think you got to play Hilliard over Rosario out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I, I honestly can't understand why he's not starting out there. Right. I still don't understand that. And, and I get it if you're trying to wake Eddie's bat up and you can deal with the mediocre to bad defense. But, like, if every – I mean, at the very least, when those – when the holes in our rotation come up, Hilliard's, Hilliard should be in left field. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't – who's – I mean, like, I guess – or Pilar if it's a left-handed pitcher mm-hmm. that we're going against, right? That's fine. But – it can't be Rosario when when we need ex, just extra space covered. Um, I don't know an, an arm they're actually afraid of running on if there's a, a sack fly or yeah. whatever the fuck. Like to me, that's the number one thing because obviously RC is back at shortstop, so the defense is fixed there. Uh, Harris and Acuna are in center and right, so that's fine. Rest of the defense is fine. Um, Murphy's got to be. I guess Murphy and Darno are back, and and Darno's main weakness is throwing out runners so you could probably swap in and out there yeah although he threw one out the other night yeah in his first game back yeah um so uh, either one of them is fine at catcher but i think yeah i think you have to hilliard has got to be in left field like you have to take no chances on defense mm-hmm. um i know you can't shift anymore but man i would do every i, w- I would be try to be as precise as possible on where i was they probably already are but you know no fucking around there what else is there? Just like load up on the bullpen. There is a pitcher limit you can carry on the roster. I, you know, you can't, and you can't just like taxi guys constantly. Like it feels like we're in a weird sort of not checkmate, but it's like a weird feeling of check. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is not optimal obviously, but there's, I mean, there's so many, I, I think they'll probably sign Archer or Bumgarner. And then you can deal with the number five slot, however you got to, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think you need both. No. And you can you can just keep Dodd or Schu- – I mean, probably I would probably keep Dodd on the roster. He's had quite a bit more success at the major league level. Schuster has gotten knocked around pretty good. Yeah, I uh, – you know, admirable for him to come up and, and pitch, but absolutely not there yet. Uh, thankfully, though, man, has the rest of this division sucked ass. Mm. This was supposed to be the best division in the National League. Maybe baseball. Well, the the Phillies were always going to come on late. Because, For sure. Because uh, Harper was out. But other than that, I mean, the Mets are an embarrassment. It's I, I'm, I'm, I genuinely don't know. Have they not paid attention over the years to every, not, not even in just baseball, but every other fucking uh, – Every other sport that tries this strategy of having a core and then buying old ass names that don't produce like they used to anymore. This is this is exactly what the Nets did, mm. and I'm not even talking about the most recent dumpster fire of the Nets. I'm talking the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce Nets. Yeah, or or even that Lakers team where fucking Carl Malone and John or not John Gary, Stock, Payton. Gary Payton came over. It's yeah, like, that shit doesn't work, man. Can't do that. I mean, at least that team made the NBA Finals, but that was still on the back of Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is... The Braves have back-end-of-the-rotation problems. The Mets have 
just rotation. Mm-hmm. They don't have a rotation right now. I don't understand how they haven't already signed Archer and Bumgarner. Or something, yeah. I, I mean, mean, Max Scherzer's on pace for 21 starts this year. Verlander is on pace for nine starts this year. How's that going to work? <laughs> and they don't have anyone else. Now, granted, the pitchers they let go, Bassett and Walker, haven't been doing great elsewhere. No, but they brought over Carrasco, and he sucks. Yeah. And then the rest of their rotation is... Oh, no, Carrasco was, is over from last year. Who was the other guy that they brought in? Uh, Ty- Tyler McGill. No idea who he is. He's good for a five, for a fifth guy. Yeah. That's, so their best pitcher is their fifth starter. They've, they've been otherwise patching holes with minor league guy. I like um, sort of schadenfreude reading the Mets Reddit from mm-hmm. time to time. And, it, man, I mean, it's just like they, they don't know what the fuck to do. And not to mention their lineup is all do Like, they don't hit home runs. Mm-hmm. Pete Alonso is the only home run hitter. To score any runs, they have to get multiple people on base. They have to move runners over and then drive them in. So instead of, you know, hoping for one or two events to occur, they're chasing like five events. Yeah. Which is all which is incredibly suboptimal. So I mean right now they're not even in the playoffs in in, in the National League if the, the season ended today. Um in fact, the Braves are the only NL East team that would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. I mean this was and again like you said the Marlins or the Marlins uh the Phillies they're going to come on. I have I have no no doubt about that, but they're not there yet. Um the Mets aren't even in the top 10 in stolen bases. Like, if you're going to put together a team like that, what the fuck are you doing not stealing bases? Yeah, you need to be running your fucking ass off with Lindor, with fucking Marte, with McNeil, with everybody. It's, it's, it's pure insanity. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Who's the coach there? Bobby Valentine? No, not Bobby Valentine. Why well, I always say that? He was a coach 20 years ago. Buck Showalter. Uh, Showalter. Yeah, Showalter's too good of a coach to be there. Uh, agreed. He, his talents are being completely wasted at this point. They're three and seven in their last ten. I mean, it's just a nightmare. They're seven and a half out now. Granted, the Braves were ten out um, last year at a later date, I mm-hmm. believe. So I'm yeah, not gonna... I think in the last week of May. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and <clears throat> call call the season over or anything like that. But well, there's they got big problems though. I mean, they the Phillies are starting to get a little better, although they struggled this past week uh, until the last three games. They won each of the last three games, but they're still four and six over the last ten. The Marlins have been okay. They're playing 500 ball, but the Braves are the only team in the division with a plus run differential. That yeah. sucks. That sucks for them. I mean, the Marlins in particular, their pitching has been really bad. I mean, they're up near the top of the league in runs allowed this year. Which is crazy because I thought that was their strength. Well, you know, uh, Alcantara has not had a great season so far. Do you? I, I was thinking about this with, with uh, Alcantara in particular. Um, uh, you know, he's not a strikeout guy. Mm-hmm. And you wonder how much that's going to hurt you. With the shift gone, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's and it's interesting that he's not a strikeout guy with his velocity and his stuff. So you wonder if it's a choice almost. You know what I mean? Like, the guy throws. I mean, it's a choice by not developing a strikeout pitch. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I'm interested to see how Alcantara will look this year without the shift. But they have a deep... Uh, pitching staff. I wonder is Tyler Rogers still pitching for them, or is he hurt right now? Um, Trevor Rogers. Trevor again? Rogers. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on the aisle right now. Okay. But I think he'll be back uh, next week. Because Trevor Rogers, uh, he was on my fantasy team two years ago. That guy, if you want strikeouts, that guy fucking mows him down. Yeah, he does. And there's a new kid. Uh, 
what's his fucking name? Um, is it Perez? Hang on. I think he's pitching tonight. Yeah, Yuri Perez. He's their top prospect. He's 20 years old, six foot eight, 220 pounds. <laughs> um, he's a goddamn monster. He's coming up to pitch tonight. And I don't know. I don't know much about him, but he's he's. I think he might be the top prospect in all of minor league baseball right now. Okay. Um, the Marlins usually have those. The Marlins farm system is never shitty. Yeah, he's got. Let's see. This year in double A, three and one, two thirty two ERA, point eight one WHIP, forty two Ks in thirty one innings. That's pretty good. Yeah, take that. Um, I don't see a breakdown of his pitch mix and shit though on here, which is interesting because he's been in the minor leagues for two years now. But we'll see. Yeah, he's he's coming up for the Marlins tonight. That might be a big deal for them. I might. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I probably Tim. won't watch that. I, I, well, I'll, you, I you won't have the Braves something. to watch. Uh, the Braves are on. At 2 o'clock today. They no, have a, a six, weird... 6.07. What? Oh. Dude, that's... All right, I'm an idiot. I could have sworn that they that the Friday game was at 2 for some random reason. Uh, whatever, yeah. fuck me. Uh, so the Braves, they're on the back half of their, you know... It is a- tomorrow. Tomorrow's at 2.07. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I fucked that up. The Braves are on the back half of their real, the, probably the roughest stretch of the season right now. Toronto, Texas, Seattle, Dodgers, Phillies. Are you happy if they win 40% of those games? No. Sweep. <laughs> Toronto sucks. They have, I mean, kind of. The whole, the whole AL East is over 500. Toronto is, is they're a paper tiger. I don't believe in them at all. They've got decent offense. I mean, Vlad and uh, 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 Shett, good. But Springer's been out fucking half the year. He's dated, he's banged up all the time. Um, Chapman, Chapman is, is good. Yeah, he's he's. This is actually he's he's getting close to the best season he's had so far in the bigs. He is the one chasing Murphy um, in. Uh Fangraphs wins yeah. above replacement right now. Uh, actually, let's see where they are. Wow, Wander Franco passed Sean Murphy, but uh, yeah. uh, Chapman's fifth, and uh, Murphy's second, Acuna's third. Yeah, but that that's it for them, right? So they have they got a couple of good dudes in their lineup, and they've got solid role players in their lineup as well. Merrifield's good. Um, uh, Kiermaier is plays really good defense in center. Um, but Gosman has. And the the left-handed dude from Japan, I can't, I don't remember his name. Kikuchi, uh, is that it? Kikuchi, yeah. Uh, they've been pretty good. Kikuchi, actually, their fifth starter, better than Gosman this year. But the middle th- three, Manoa, Bassett, and Barrios, have sucked. Which I would be pissed if I was a uh, <coughs> Blue Jays fan because on paper, just like reading these names, you're like that lo- that rotation fucks. Yeah, but not this year. No. And then their uh, their closer Romano is is he's been pretty good, but he's it's like every third game he gives up runs. That's not that that's not great, you yeah. Know, for a closer, um, I'm not con- terribly concerned about them. I think we should, I think we should do pretty well there. Um, afterwards, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's just I ju- they just need to tread water. I'm not going to be mad if they trade off winning and losing series as long as they can tread. This stretch, and that's assuming that they don't do anything, right? Yeah. Like so, uh, 
you know, the sooner we get Archer or or Bumgarner, the sooner I would my expectations would rise. But yeah, man, that's right now it is uh, it's fucking dicey. Like it's. Uh, I mean, I expect Dodd to be up Sunday to pitch that game, that day game against. Uh, yeah, Toronto. But after that, I mean, they were kind of in a bind. You don't want to have to do another bullpen game on a Tuesday. Well, so Tuesday, looking at Tuesday, that would be in line with um, Soroka being mm. available. Because obviously Soroka, Soroka pitched last night, so he wouldn't be mm. available for the Sunday game. Uh, but he could pitch Tuesday in Texas. And then, yeah, it's uh, you're going to have to do something quick. Because, I mean, you don't want to – you just don't want to – pile up like a five game losing streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can you can absorb a sweep. We absorbed a mm. sweep against the fucking Astros. That was fine. That was no big deal because we came back and swept the Marlins. But yeah, it's uh this is this is gonna be tough. Yeah, but you know, the Braves are averaging five point six runs a game. So Yeah. You know the offense is gonna need to carry it for sure. Yep. Uh, that has all. That's all I've got for today. Like I said, the big news is kind of the only news, which is what the fuck do we do with the back end of the rotation? Uh, anything on your end? Uh, well, I mean, I am interested in some of these kids at the minor league level and if the Braves might make some moves on them. If you're uh, a Braves fan, it might benefit or behoove you to look into Darius Vines. Uh, and uh, who was the other one? The other one is uh, Victor Vodnik. The one that sounds like a Marvel villain. He might be actually, <laughs> um, but he's a he's a straight out of high school guy, undersized at, at six feet tall. I guess if you want to call that undersized, but um, he's uh, average fastball is ninety six, goes up to ninety nine. Yeah, he's scheduled to be ready for the big leagues at some point this year. I think the plan was probably to bring him in later in the year and let him get some long bullpen work. But, you know, the the thing about pitching in the high 90s is it, it fucking gets you out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. We saw that with Strider last year. He had some command issues, but just being at 97 all the time gets you out of a lot of trouble. And I think if um, if there's another guy on the radar to bring up, it's probably going to be him. He's I mean, in, he's in Double A right now, but I would bring him up. That's a honestly like as long as he can throw strikes and th- if he's going to throw high nineties, like yeah, I, 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 that's all you need to do. Well, he's not throwing strikes so far. He's walked seven and fourteen innings so yeah, far. <sighs> um, but and that's the only reason he's not up right now. Probably is is command. Um, and to be honest, that's mostly the report we're getting on Soroka right now is that he's wild in the strike zone. Um, not necessarily walking a bunch of people, yeah, but all, just you know, missing spots inside the strike zone, which you know at the major league level that crosses up your defense. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Hopefully they fucking fix it fast. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, def- I mean, I'm not. I'm still not worried about winning the division or anything like that. But definitely, uh, definitely don't need the back end of the rotation exposed the way no. it is. This is one of those times in the season where you got to get creative. Yeah, and it's honestly, baseball it's 162 games, man. Nobody fucking these days with uh the way athletes are pushing their bodies and shit, you're not getting 162 games out of many people no. anymore. Fuck no. 
It's like Freddie Freeman is and and I, well, it's mostly first baseman. Freddie Freeman, I think. Yeah. Uh, Matt Olson had he played. I think he played one sixty one last year or some shit. I don't remember. But it's always like it's like first baseman a long time. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like dudes who don't even move. Yeah, let me look and see how many people. What the fuck? It won't even let me sort for that. Um. Yeah, Freddie Freeman had one hundred and fifty nine last year. Um. Marcus Semien at second base. That's interesting. One sixty one. I think he. I think he led the league actually at one sixty one, and then Trey Turner had one sixty. I know Dansby had one sixty two. Oh yeah, Braves. Dansby always, always. Did but that it's too. it's very few people that are getting, you know, one hundred sixty or so uh, appearances in a year. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. Fair enough. Load management. Yeah. Uh, for Dan Holloway, I am Rob Fox. Let's go Braves. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.